Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. about the importance of protein and why I want to talk about this is I've actually had a couple clients message me and ask about struggling to get protein in and how can we get enough protein in so in this video I'm just going to go over a little bit of that and then also talk about some options for protein sources to get an adequate amount as we know that is important so just let me do one more thing here Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Today, I want to talk about the importance of protein and how it benefits our body. And then I also want to talk about what it does for our body and what are some foods to select, but then also go over some cheaper options. As we know, things are expensive right now. And I feel that some individuals struggle to get protein in because the the cost of groceries right now and they don't know how to get the around amount of protein in that they need for their body so when we look at, at protein it's obviously a macronutrient we have your carbs your fats and the proteins and a lot of times people think that protein is only important if you're an athlete or if you're a fitness enthusiast or if you're only being active and that's not necessarily the case because protein is so important for so many other functions in your body and it helps our immune system and so many things so making sure that you have adequate amount of protein is crucial for maintaining a healthy, well-balanced diet. This doesn't matter if you are an athlete or if you're a fitness enthusiast, or if you're just simply looking to improve your overall well-being. there are many numerous benefits of to consuming enough protein for your body. Okay. So having the right amount of protein is important for functioning of your organs, systems in your body. It's going to help your well-being. We need it to help our muscular health, cellular function. It's also going to support your immune health, hormone production. It's going to help with tissue repair. It's going to help with brain functioning. So many things. So like I said, not just geared towards athletes. Every individual needs to make sure that they have adequate amount of protein. And what I like to say is to make sure that you are getting enough protein or to ensure that you are getting the right amount you can look at doing one gram of protein per body weight. The majority of people in this group with our one-on-one coaches, so we set up your macros for you. But if you're listening on the podcast, understand that that's a good kind of baseline to start at. If you're 150 pounds, shoot for 150 grams of protein in a day, okay? So balancing protein intake is going to help contribute to like a healthy, thriving lifestyle. And we want to make sure that we are selecting the right foods. And some people often are confused or don't know where to go when they want to increase their overall protein intake. So I'm going to give you guys some options on where to look and how to get protein in some things you might not even think they have protein in there. So you want to make sure that you are getting like high protein and you're getting a variety of foods. Don't just keep selecting the same chicken, chicken, chicken over and over again. We want variety. Okay. So making sure that we are also getting some plant-based options as well as other options in our diet as well, not just going for lean meats, but getting a huge variety. So you can look at Greek yogurt and cottage cheese as an easy option to get protein. in. It's cheaper than 
meat and it's a great way to get protein in. Okay. So these dairy products are very versatile. You can incorporate them into shakes. You can add them into dishes. You can add them into sauces. It can bring up your protein intake. When you look at yogurt, everyone's like yogurt for probiotics. Yes. But Greek yogurt in particular is a lot more protein than the regular yogurt. So when you're out buying yogurt, opt for Greek yogurt instead. If you don't like the plain, all you can do is you can add cinnamon, you can add stevia to the plain, or you can add a flavored protein powder and add more protein to that serving as it is. Eggs. Eggs are relatively cheap and they have so many nutrients in there. They're convenient. You can add them as a snack. You can add them to breakfast. You can have them on a salad. You can have them hard boiled, anything very versatile, very easy to incorporate throughout your day anywhere and contains healthy fats and proteins. Okay. At nuts and seeds as proteins, because they might think like, oh, it's fats. Yes, but you will still get some protein from those. So if you are including nuts into your diet, you're going to get some protein from this as well. So almonds specifically are great. And there's also peanuts, chia seeds and flax seeds also have some protein there as well. Higher options than other seeds like sunflower seeds don't really have much pumpkin seeds don't really have much but if you have a handful of one of these nuts, you're going to get some protein and you can add them to yogurts and salads. And then you can also opt for like the almond butter, peanut butter as a spread as well. You want to make sure that you are opting for lean meats as well as the fattier meats. So when we look at lean meats, this is going to be your chicken breast, your lean beef. If you're having like lean ground beef, if you're going to have like a turkey, tuna, anything like that, there's lots of options on how to eat these, how to cook them. And you want to make sure that you're the way that you're cooking them is going to ensure that it has its nutritional value. So you don't want to obviously take a chicken breast and make it into chicken fingers or something and deep fried in an oil. That's not what we want to do. We want to make sure that we're also cooking it a proper way. Okay. When it comes to meat options as well, explore seafood. A lot of people, there are excellent sources of seafoods that are really high quality proteins, also lean as well. And they also have really good omega-3 fatty acids. And this is going to promote your heart health as well. So tuna, salmon, mackerel, things like that protein supplement. So this is something that we can use if we're not getting enough protein. For example, me, I'm supposed to be eating 215 grams of protein in a day. And when I have clients struggled that get 100 grams of protein, I'm like, you can do it. If I can do it, you can do it. And I use protein powder because to eat 215 grams of whole protein, I would be going broke and I would be full. So protein powder, like plant-based vegan protein powder, whey protein, if you are struggling to meet your protein needs, you can use a supplementation, which is hard to require the whole foods to get in there. Obviously, you can't just have shakes all day long or smoothies all day long, but you can ensure that getting a supplement in will help you get your adequate amount that you do need, okay? And other things that you want to look at in terms of getting protein in is if you are a vegetarian or a vegan, quinoa is a complete protein. So you can have quinoa and get protein from that. And it's an alternative from a grain like rice or wheat or something along those lines. You can use whole grains like brown rice, oats, and barley, and these will boost the protein within your meals. So if you're having that as a side or adding it to a salad, it's going to help you get your protein intake up as well. And those can be used for vegetarian or vegan options. So one thing that I also want to mention is being hydrated and drinking water is also very important because water is important for digestion. So one thing that you will understand is as you start to eat more protein, your digestion might 
shift a little bit, a little bit gassy, a little bit bloated, not digesting things as quickly, things like that, because it is harder to digest more protein. So making sure that you are drinking enough water is going to help digest your protein and help it absorb it better. So making sure that you are drinking two to three liters throughout the day to get the maximum benefits of your protein that you're getting within your diet. Okay, so like I said, some people are struggle to achieve the higher amount of protein, but it is achievable. Just making sure that you are planning and that you are using other sources and getting a good variety and using those cheaper options. So when we look at using cheaper options, if we are struggling to get our protein needs in because of the cost of things, what we can do is we can go for like the Greek yogurts. If we need to have a serving of Greek yogurt once a day, Greek yogurt, you can get a tub that can last two to three meals and it's six bucks. Whereas a chicken breast will be a little bit more expensive, right? So instead of doing chicken breast, you can do chicken thighs. You can do whole chicken. So swapping out chicken breast, that's a little bit more pricey for the chicken thighs or using a whole chicken. Eggs, like I said, that's another really cheap option as well. Eggs can go a long ways along with egg whites. So you can pair eggs and egg whites together and that will also be cheaper than a cut of meat. One other thing that you can do is buy a roast, a leaner cut of roast, and then you can cut that up into like steaks or cubes and use the roast as your red meat option rather than buying like a, a heavier cut of steak or a more expensive cut of steak. Oftentimes I will do flank steak because it's more lean and I like the taste of it. But then sometimes I'll go for a sirloin and that's a lot more expensive. But if you can get a roast, that will be just as effective as well. Lots of times clients ask me about pork. Pork isn't terrible, but I mean, it's more fattier than most red meats. So that's another option. Canned tuna is a really good low cost as well. I find cans of tuna that are relatively sustainable, mercury tested, and that they are great. And I can use them throughout the week if I don't want to have chicken or I'm wanting to cut on costs. And a can of tuna is anywhere from two to four dollars, give or take. I was just at the grocery store and I got three cans for ten dollars, whatever that turns out to be. I remember when a can of tuna was like a dollar, like it's crazy. I would opt out for the flavored ones. I would make sure that the cans of tuna don't have anything other than the tuna, the fish. Lots of times they are tuna in water, salmon in water. That's what you want to go for. You don't want to go for like the tuna or the salmon in oil because that's going to be adding extra oil in there. And usually when there is tuna in oil, the whole can of tuna will have anywhere from like 15 to 20 grams of fat. And that's a majority of almost half of some people's daily intake. Okay. So if you're consuming 50 grams of fat in a day, and that's what we have on your meal plan, and you're getting 20 grams from one can of tuna, you're well going to be over. So making sure that you are reading those labels on the tuna. I know there's some packages like little travel packages of tuna it kind of looks like a package of like calf food those are the ones that i know have like lots of fat in them just because i've read labels on these so be aware to read labels when you are doing these are looking at greek yogurts making sure that you are getting the plain greek yogurt because the flavored greek yogurt is going to be full of carbs and sugars i've actually done a social media post on this explaining the difference in plain Greek yogurt opposed to regular Greek yogurt and the difference in that in the calories and how you can flavor your plain Greek yogurt. So that will also save some money as well, okay? You can also opt and use plain Greek yogurt as a sour cream in any of your recipes that you need as well, any cream sauces. I've recently shared a creamy avocado dill sauce that 
includes Greek yogurt. So that sauce alone, you can double that batch up and you can have like a dip for some French fries or for a salad or something. And it's extra protein on top of a salad. So, so many options. Yeah. I just want to give you guys a little bit of like insight on how you can get your protein because it's so important. It's not just for people who are athletes or very active. It's for just the general public who needs to get enough protein in. So that's all I want to chat about today. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.